Good afternoon, good afternoon. And I guess I, I will start this by saying Ungema, Mgadi, Malugovu, Ntu, Sienkomo, Nene, Wena, Nasent Endeni, Yes, Santa, Uyanela, Muji. Welcome, welcome, and thank you so much uh, for accepting us to celebrate you. Thank you so much. It's been a journey. It's been a journey. And I, I, I always say that when we celebrate um, that African pride, that person, that individual or special beyond a spotlight, we don't talk about stuff that we Google, um, stuff that uh, you can simply just go onto social media and get mm. hold of. Uh, but we, we are more interested in getting to know what makes you. Why did you choose this particular path? And we can only understand when we go back to Everulem and you tell us in those dusty streets, what yeah. was it like growing up as a young boy? It was, it was amazing. Uh, I remember so clearly, you know, I remember the sounds that uh, made me interested in music, the sounds of the Beatles ah. way back in the, in the 60s to, uh, when they were doing those great hits. A Hard Day's Night, a Ticket to Ride. Mm, 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 and I remember for the first time when uh, Radio Bantu started. Those days it used to be called Radio Bantu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was only K.E. Masinga on air <laughs> at that the time. The whole day. Uh, well, no, he would a be... Specific time. He would be in only for 30 minutes in the morning. Wow. And uh, I remember uh, listening to... Miriam Makeba those days. Mm, mm. Uh, I remember then later li- listening, well, at the same time, not later, yeah. listening to the Dark City Sisters, and yes. I was intrigued by those sounds. And then later, Matlatini, yeah, yeah. and in terms of Kashio, when radio started growing. And some of the music would be banned. Uh, and some of the music would be banned, of course. Uh, it it was an incredible time, and that's when I decided to pick up the guitar mm-hmm. at a young age of eleven, and I started playing. You also play guitar? Yeah, I play mm. guitar. Okay. I play keyboard. I play trumpet. I know the trumpet uh, part because uh, yes. uh, in one of the stages, um, you you've uh, sampled uh, something uh, incredible. I didn't know about the guitar. No. I started with the guitar. Oh, yes. oh. So what then draws you to um, what was happening in your country where you felt, uh, I mean, I'm going to use arts as my passion uh, mm. to tell our stories? I think largely it was... Uh, that was a, a water break, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, we use theater of the mind. As yes, you tell it, uh, yes. it, it becomes alive, yeah? Uh, way back, I was with a, a, a guy called Lakima Vunda uh, in KZN uh, when it was Natal at the time. Mm-hmm. And he introduced me to theater and made me love this art form. Uh, I was writing music for his plays. And that was the first time I saw theater. And I said, oh, this is interesting. Of course, I grew up, my mother used to, my, my mother and father, they used to take me to movies. Uh, in the olden days, you know, when you still had John Wayne, Richard Whitmark, 
uh, those Yul Brainer, those great actors. So I knew acting from the big screen point of view, but to experience theatre. Then Lucky uh, introduced me to Gibson Kenter shows, mm, mm. those old shows, Sicalo, How mm. Long, and that just made it for me. And, and then I saw a production uh, way back in the early 70s of Sizobanzi is Dead with John Carney and Winston Jonah in Durban. Mm-hmm. And th- then I decided, you know what, I can pursue both these things. I can still do my music but yeah. and get involved in the theatre because this is exciting. One of the things that are, are distinct about your productions, uh, you, you select them so well. I don't know how you manage to uh, you know, get it uh, that this particular character would be suitable uh, for, for this particular storyline. I don't... I think it's intuition. I, I can't exactly... Uh, tell you how I do it but you know a lot of people even in when we audition mm. and someone walks into the room and then I just say ah, this is it this is the one before they even say before something. they even say something mm. and my colleagues have been amazed at the way I'm able to pick talent and I can't even tell you I can't tell it myself but mm. it, it's a spiritual connection with the, the person that walks into the room and, and you know, most of your productions, it almost feels like one has an out-of-body experience. And I, I mean, it makes sense that you're saying that it's more spiritual than it is about t- ticking boxes. Yeah, it's, it's uh, when, when I work with artists, with actors, even with the music, I, it's almost like a trance for me. We go into a state of a trance and I want to go beyond just the words that are written on a page or the score that is written on a page. And how do we really express this song? How do we really express this dialogue such that a a person who's sitting in the audience does not see a gap between the one that's on stage and the Mm. one that's in the audience? He prides himself uh, on being uh, from the lineage of the warriors of uh, Mbandam. And um, I, I would like to know more about uh, what this means uh, for you. And uh, right now we are going to experience the news headlines with Utsile Saku. When we return, I'd like us to just focus on uh, the fact that you are of royalty and, and what this really, what does it speak to in your life? What does it mean for you? Utsile Saku. Call Chris Salda now, 0891-104-207. Yeah, it is uh, Lifetime Live with me, Chris Salda Dudumash, and uh, welcome your appreciation as we are appreciating Umad Logov, who is in studio with us, and uh, this is beyond the spotlight, we call it, and uh, we welcome uh, your calls on 0891-104-207 or WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107. We're both on Twitter and Facebook at SAFM Radio and you can hashtag SAFM Lifetime Live or you can send us an SMS at uh, 40938 it's charged at 150 and in case you're wondering what the frequency is which is um, I, I mean I doubt you can be wondering when you're listening to us right uh, but you can tag your friend and remind them that uh, we are on 104 to 107 all over SAFM leading the conversation and right now um, in conversation with uh, Umad Lugovu and uh, that is Mr. Mungeningema as we receive your messages. 
and I'm sure you know um, one of our greats, uh, and, and that is Bongi Kuala. Uh, Bongi says that man there, Malogo Vinkunzi, uh, it doesn't get any better than Mbongeni. Under, he is underappreciated. Quincy Jones knows about this uh, man's work. Man, I feel you, my brother. That's exactly how I'm feeling sitting, um, you know, in front of this, uh, next to this royalty. Let, let's talk about uh, the meaning for you, the fact that um, you have your royal blood. And you don't walk around like, do you know who I am? <clears throat> well, I, I would say it's not really royal blood. But, you know, uh, my ancestry served greatly in the Zulu royal uh, kingdom. Did you claim the land? <clears throat> uh, no. <laughs> Not yet. Uh, I, I'm of the uh, lineage of uh, Mandama and Skolekwele, Kamshagashege mm-hmm. of the Mangatini clan, who fought gallantly uh, in 1879 during the Anglo-Zulu War, uh, def- defending the sovereignty of the Zulu kingdom when the British invaded Zululand. Uh, then, uh, under... Uh, the monarch of King Kajwayo Kampande. Mm-hmm. And the Zulus actually defeated the British at Isandwana, the greatest defeat that Britain was to suffer in her entire colonial history. It happened right here in South Africa, in Zululand. And my great-grandfathers were commanders in that battle. So I grew up in a family where these stories were told every day these revered great stories of all the battles that they fought, not only Sandwan, but other battles that were to follow, mm. defending the sovereignty of the Zulu kingdom. And uh, my family told stories. I come from a family uh-huh. that of, makes sense. of storytelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not know that that was theater being performed before me at the time as a young kid listening to these incredible great stories which stories later were confirmed to me by history books when I started reading what great writers like Professor John Laband mm. like Ian Knight described the Zulu Impi as they called our great grandfathers how <clears throat> they enveloped uh, the British soldiers and destroyed them at Sandwan. So uh, for me, it, it's been very, very exciting. I remember my great-grandmother, she was blind, and she would always call me to her heart filled with smoke mm. every evening and begin to relate these stories about her husband and the brother to her husband and her family and the great Ngema family mm. where I come from. And Is I, that where you experienced welcome Dover? <laughs> I didn't know why she was telling me these stories or why my great, my, my grandfather would be telling me these stories. Mm-hmm. It was only later in life that I realized that it was as though they were saying, my boy, you have to carry on yeah. telling the great stories of the Ngama people. And, and that has led you to um, distinctively uh, selecting to tell our stories pre and post apartheid and uh, manage to just package it in a way that is nation building. I mean, your shows are always sold out and as South Africans across um, racial spectrum, um, because it's not about, uh, you know, pointing out only the ills, but also celebrating uh, the greatness uh, within us as African people. Oh, absolutely. And, and celebrate 
celebrating our culture because uh, our culture as South African people is, is underrated. Uh, I've traveled around the world and I've worked with a lot of people around the world. You've mentioned Quincy is one of them. People who have always said, you know, Mongeni, you guys have got such a rich cultural heritage. I mean, people like Miriam Makeba, Hugh Masikela, uh, 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 Ladysmith Black Mambazo, Letambulu, Kaifa Simenya, to mention but a few, mm. Sarafina, have proven to the world that we come from a, a country that has such a, a rich history and, and a rich culture. And taking some of your SMSs, um, there's uh, Letlakane uh, from Mahiking saying... Uh, <laughs> A good song can touch one um, human heart for good. We needed Bonta Tembong Eningema to help us relax the tension in our country through music. He's a real pedagogue of music and he may have a splendid Father's Day in advance. Wow. That's <laughs> beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> to you too. <laughs> now, I mean, what does fatherhood mean for you and to you? It's coming know, up this Sunday. <clears throat> fatherhood means giving guidance, mm. embracing. You know, I grew up uh, in, uh, I was brought up by a community. Mm. You were not only a child to your father or to your mother, but you were a child to a community. Yeah. And when you did something wrong, it was the whole community that would rise up if you needed to be punished. Mm-hmm. You would be punished by any man yeah. because that man would be your father. Your father. You and I ask this because of the many children that you have given a chance to. And and many of them will tell you that, yo, very strict, <laughs> that you, you take for granted the opportunity that you have as that one individual who's selected amongst many. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's, uh, I remember when I selected the cast of Sarafina for the first time, the first company. They were so young, some of them 13 years of age, mm. some of them 14, about baby Kale, about Lele. Baby Kale, look at 13. Baby, when I selected her, she was 13 years of age. Wow. And, you know, I had a responsibility. Here am I, walking around, touring around the world with these 13-year, 14-year-old kids, taking them to world stages. But I had to give assurance to their parents that I would be a parent in their absence. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and we sure did, and we, it was a great family of committed artists over and over the years. And all the companies of Sarafina that have come and gone, mm-hmm. and most of them have grown up, uh, in, including this new company that I have now at the Jobek Theatre, of Sarafina were opening tomorrow, it's yet another responsibility to father young people again mm. in the production of Sarafina. So what's going to be in store with this uh, current production? Anything um, that has changed? Are you enacting exactly the same um, uh, storyline or are there going to be any changes? You know, I always say you can't change history. Yeah. The beauty about history is that it is preserved. Uh, the way it was when it happened for the first time. And that's what people want to see. They want to see, can they still do that? And uh, I sure can tell you that this cast uh, has got firecrackers. These young people are 
are, are even more energetic. I remember last year at the State Theatre when people like Baby Kale came to see Serafina and the ones who are now living in New York, Bolindi West, I mean, they said, ah, these ones are even more, much more energetic <laughs> than us. We were not this energetic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, keeps, it keeps getting better like old wine. And I guess I remember the, um, I mean, the part about the police shooting the youth of June 16, 1976. Mm. That was such a tear-jerking moment. How do you get it that spot on, that right? We, we work on it. We work on it with the actors. In fact, it's as though you were there yesterday afternoon because we kept on repeating that that very section mm. over and over and over and me saying to the policeman do you understand that you hate these children sure you and that's actually, what you must bring across that's what you must bring up across Whoa. the hate for these poor little children as you sh- as you mow them down with mm. your machine gun mm. it is because you hate them but not only that you constantly are looking around that no one sees you doing this wow and deep down subconsciously you know it's wrong you know it's wrong subconsciously so because as an actor on stage you can't say i'm wrong Mm. show the audience what you are feeling that Mm. yes i'm doing it but Mm. it is wrong but because the system of apartheid has taught me to hate black people yeah i must shoot them it's the system Let's have the conversation. 0891-104-207. Just a reminder that uh, we're giving away two double tickets um, for uh, South Africa's inaugural Soweto International Jazz Festival. Uh, that's going to be happening in Soweto this coming uh, Thursday until Sunday, uh, the 17th at uh, Soweto Theatre Festival. And uh, you have... Grammy Award winning um, performers like uh, Deborah Cox, um, the Neville Brothers, and I guess uh, one that uh, most people are waiting for is Charlie Wilson. And you also have uh, locals, Ozama Jobe, Lady Zama, Mikasa, uh, Kayam Tetwa, and the list goes on and on. To win those double tickets, um, you need to uh, give us a call, and we are going to be announcing who the winners are. And right now, what a privilege and an honor um, to be joined in studio as we celebrate uh, the iconic, the legendary Mbogeni uh, Game, known to many as Matlogovu, as we just uh, go down memory lane and, and also reflecting on what's going to be happening. Um, uh, Sarafina is back and t- seeing those, um, uh, b- you know, billboards uh, confirming that uh, for sure it is here. Uh, he'll tell us about uh, where exactly and when. For now, we're just going down memory lane and invite you to give us a call on 0891-104-207 and you can also send us a WhatsApp uh, voice notes on 614 we also welcome your SMSs at 40938. This is at SAFM Radio. And you can hashtag SAFM Lifetime Live. Let's go to Alipepe in Sentin. Good afternoon, sir. Hi, Esquire. Hey, Esquire. <laughs> <laughs> Good to hear from you, Esquire, man. Hey, nice to hear your voice, Esquire. I'm glad that you are reincarnating, Sarafina. It was the best show of the late 80s, I mean. Thank I mean, you. we followed it everywhere until until New York. I know. I, I know. I was so surprised when I saw you in New York. I said, <laughs> wow, Esquire is here. <laughs> <laughs> no congrats, Mbana. 
Yeah, I'm we waiting will, for will, you. I'll come and check it out. Okay, definitely. I'll be waiting for you. Okay, thanks. thanks. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And uh, we take your calls as well as your SMSs. Um, an SMS, I think this is Tobega saying, thank you, Crisalda, for giving us uh, the legend. He is underappreciated. May I know uh, if he's uh, writing down everything so that he remains in our history books that uh, someone will tell the story if we don't. Thanks, Tobega. Wow, that's very important. Thank you, Tobega. I am actually uh, in the process of writing my biography. Uh, hopefully, I mean, things keep happening. I, I keep thinking this is the last, last chapter and then something else happens mm, mm. and then there, there comes another chapter. But hopefully uh, before the end of next year, we will have it out in the bookstores. Okay, Jack in Alberton says, um, this is the Jomoson of theater. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Both with a very sharp eye for talent. Wow. Well, that's that's. Uh, thank you so much. I mean, that's a great accolade. Uh, I've loved Jomo ever since he was playing for Orlando Pirates. Mm-hmm. I thought he was one of the greatest players ever to come out of the African continent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Umakanda, as I call him. <laughs> Upo because Kongo. he does have a kind of Skobo, which is always the... <laughs> All right, uh, let's go back to the lines, 891 Lizo in Cape Town, good afternoon. Uh, Hello, Bob. How are you? I'm great, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, I want to I want to talk to the legend. Legend is listening, go ahead. Babongen. Yeah, Bob. How are you, sir? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm good. You're such an inspiration. Oh. Um, we 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 have actually been watching growing up. Uh, we are we are now Baba mm. uh, and we have learned to people like you uh, resilience and strength, and to be good leaders as well. Mm. And uh, we're so inspired to have people like you. And uh, please continue to be a great and good um, representation of our soil in everywhere you go. Wow. Thank and you. Um, the, the last part for me would be maybe to ask if, as, as a way of plowing back to to our dear land, that if you do an academy of some land, that if you do an academy of some land, All right, uh, we humbly apologize uh, for that interruption and uh, we'll uh, uh, attend to it. And thank you, thank you very much for that call. Let's go to Pilani Mlazi. Good afternoon and welcome. Very much for that call. Let's go to Pilani Mlazi. Good afternoon and welcome. Very much for that call. Let's go to Pilani Mlazi. Hi, Pilani. Good afternoon. I have to remind you that please, uh, once you put on A, uh, turn down your radio set or just switch it off completely because feedback is just um, not pleasant at all. Pilani, good afternoon. Yes, in fact, it's the We're very proud of you. In fact, uh, I don't know. Uh, why? Because in Umlazi, I know that you've recruited quite a number of young boys way back in the very first days of the province. I thought 
perhaps you will get into politics after uh, we got liberation in 1994. But we are very proud of you, Ngemomkulu. Uh, you are uh, you are a prince of uh, KZN. We are very proud of you. Baba, sebonga kulumaki wofukuri. Sebonga. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you very much.